0: This is AutoLine Extra, available exclusively on the Internet. Here again is John McElroy.
1: Welcome to this Internet discussion all about quality with David Sargent from J.D. Power, Dennis Petrowski from the RDA Group, and David Champion from Consumer Reports. Dennis, let me come back to you, or start with you, at, at least in this segment, Hyundai has amazed me. I mean, uh, a decade ago, it was a joke from a product standpoint, especially a quality standpoint. And yay, 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 are these guys jumping up the charts fast? How are they doing it? Yeah, they, they've, they have been very focused on, on
2: what they've done. Their new vehicle launches have, have definitely hit for customers. Um, certainly, when they came out with uh, much expanded warranty, that absolutely got some of the customer confidence. Um, and was a big key from that
1: standpoint. Um, yeah, they, really they're hitting their launches yeah, they, very effectively. And what do you see, David? What, what do you think Hyundai's doing so right?
3: Well, they, they came out to see us probably about 10 years ago and sat down and said, you know, what can we do? And we said, you know, it's your quality. You know, nobody's going to lend any money on a car that's going to be worth nothing because in the, in the resale value. So, you know, they spent a long time. And I think they focused on one car, which was the Sonata, which is a big volume car. And every year they seem to make changes to improve it and keep the quality improving along the way. And then they produced, you know, the Elantra, the Santa Fe, uh, the Tucson. All those vehicles have done really well. I'm not sure about the new Genesis. Why not? Um... I'm not sure that a 30-odd-thousand-dollar Hyundai is going to make it with the public. Yeah. You know, you look at, at that marketplace and the other um, Japanese manufacturers have come in with, you know, Infiniti, Lexus, um, Acura. Acura, you know, Cadillac's in there, Lincoln is in there, all sort of basically a similar car, but, you know, giving it a, a prestige brand. And the only thing I can think of is, you know, the guy down the racquetball club saying, "Oh, I just bought a new car. What'd you buy? Oh, I just bought a Hyundai." Mm. Well, how are you doing yeah, today, Dennis? Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, sort of, you know, what the? Heck? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, must be on hard times or something. <laughs> so, should they have done a different brand? I mean, they talked about creating a new luxury yeah. brand. Well, we see a lot more of the word Genesis. Yeah. You know, not Hyundai, Genesis right. by Hyundai or, you know, Hyundai Genesis. Um, it's a very nice car. Drives really well. Mm-hmm. You know, nice and smooth. Um, you know, the interior is comparable to a Lexus. Um, not quite sure the direction they were going in terms of whether it was going more after the Lexus brand or more after BMW in terms of handling. And they've sort of fallen somewhere between the two. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be interesting. You know, the the Veracruz and the Azera doesn't sell particularly well. Again, it's in that 30, right. 30 plus Right category yeah. so well, n- not only as you
1: guys talked about, once you launch a car, if it doesn't have good quality, you can 't catch up. the perception's been formed. I think the perception's been formed with Hyundai i mean th- they keep coming out with better cars, but I think it's it's perceived amongst the general public Mm -hmm. as an economy brand, Mm -hmm. not necessarily a luxury brand. Mm -hmm. But let me ask you the same question, David. How do you perceive (laughs) that uh, why Hyundai is growing so fast or moving up
0: the quality chart so fast? I mean, we've been working with Hyundai since, well, I joined J.D. Power in 92 since before then. um, Dave Power and I were going to career back then. And really, they just had a a, a kind of a revelation that, you know, if they didn't fix their quality, they were going to literally be out of the market. So they, right from the top down, from Chairman Chung down, they said, okay, this is our number one priority. Everything else is secondary. And they just really worked like crazy to get the quality right. And it took a few years. Um, As Dan said, they put in the, the extended warranty, which really was a reflection of their confidence in the vehicle, but also put much more pressure on themselves to improve the quality. Because if you've got a 10-year warranty and bad quality, yeah. you're in serious it's expensive. serious trouble. So they just worked ha- night and day, literally, to get these cars right. And it, it took time, but you know they've really seen the fruits of their I think you said a key thing
1: from the chairman on yeah. down. And I've seen a greater emphasis on getting quality right from the very senior level management yep. at that company than I've seen at any other, including Toyota, maybe.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was a, a personal crusade of his mm-hmm. to, to get the quality right. I I think he felt it was embarrassing and he was not going to stand for it. And certainly in a a Korean company, if the chairman says do something, people tend to follow along. (laughs) uh,
1: When the big bosses jump, you say how high. Exactly.
0: Exactly. exactly. So that was very important that, that the top guy said, this is our overriding priority, and then everybody falls in line, and, and one thing Hyundai can do when people fall in line, they can get a lot of things mm-hmm. done mm-hmm. in the organization.
1: Dennis, do you see differences in different countries? Because you guys are a global company. Right. Our RDA group okay. is a uh, global company. Do you see differences in what customers in different regions of the world expect in quality? It, there,
2: there are absolutely some differences. At the same time, the manufacturers, there's still a fair degree of consistency across those markets. Um, but customers, uh, even familiarity with new product is different in different markets. So, you know, we tend to get more um, soft failure in some cases. What do you mean soft failure? Difficult to use issues, Mm. poor location issues, things of that nature that, um, you know, maybe in some emerging markets like China and elsewhere, where the, the, the customers are being thrust into vehicles that we've all evolved with over the years. We grew up with 8-track you know, players and very simplistic electronics, and they're being thrust into vehicles that have much more
1: advanced electronics. Mm-hmm. David, do you see differences in what people expect in different countries?
0: Absolutely. Um, as I said, in the more developed markets, the failures tend to be softer failures. People's expectations are higher. Um, the vehicles themselves tend to be a better quality in some of the emerging markets, although they're catching up very quickly, what customers expect from their vehicles are, are different. Vehicles tend to have a harder life, they tend to carry more people, they, the roads aren't maybe as good, so the, the actual car has a different experience than, than it does in some of the other markets. Um, and we see vast differences in the number of problems people report with their vehicles across the world. We do our IQS study in maybe 15 different markets and the, and the level of problems reported, even on the exact same vehicle, so if you took maybe a BMW 3 Series and put it in all of the 15 markets, the score would be completely different. Unbelievable. The wow. And it's, it's funny that, if anything, Americans report fewer problems than virtually any other nation on the planet I, on the exact same Are planet. we
1: less picky or what?
0: I, I'm not sure what it is. I think it may, it may be so. Do you have a take
1: on that? Well, We see some
2: similar differences, um, as, as Dave's describing, in terms of the same vehicles in different markets. And, yeah, culturally, people respond a little bit differently. In some cases, they tend to be a little more polite. Or if, they, if they're really excited about something, even culturally, they may not want to come across like they're bragging. So there are definite cultural differences that when you're doing interviews, um,
1: do come into play and you have to take into consideration. Can you guys give us any example of where something might work well in the U.S. but not be so hot elsewhere or vice versa? Any, any specifics you can think of? Cup holders. Yes. Cup holders, jeez. <laughs> cup holders again. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we've, we've had some interesting discussions about cup holders and, and I'm sure everybody has. Um, the, most other countries don't understand the passion that americans have with cup holders and how important those can be well we live the, in our cars to the That's overall great. driving
1: mm-hmm. experience and the, the comfort and convenience and yeah in europe you know especially germany if you want a coffee you stop and right. you sit down right. and you drink a coffee someplace and, you, and we don't do that right. we've got drive-in windows i don't think <laughs> i've seen drive-throughs uh, not
3: in most places in <laughs> europe also if you look at like a 32-ounce thirst buster yeah, you know, the the, the, big the, sheer, the sheer size of it. Yeah. You know, compared compared to what you get. You know, even you know a can of Coke in Europe is is a smaller can. It's and it doesn't hold as much. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the, when I was at Land Rover, we used to have you know the engineers come across and they'd actually have a photograph taken with a thirty-two ounce thirst buster. You know, don't look at the size of this thing. Yeah, tree, yeah, yeah you know. right. So it, <laughs> yeah, just to prove
1: to the designers, yeah. they had to make something that big to hold it.
3: Well, you know, we we go through and put all various you know a water bottle and a. A can and a coffee cup and in cup holders to see how they they hold them. And you know, the, the Europeans in general do a very poor job on cup holders.
1: Yeah. Well, on cup holders, we'll wrap it up. But <laughs> I want to thank you all for sticking around for this extra section. I want to thank you for tuning in on the web, too.